Reporting Stolen Credit Cards My experience reporting stolen credit cards to police, perpetrator arrested and charged, and this was posted on r slash personal finance, and feel free to post your own experience down below. So in November 2020, I was returning items at a Lowe's and apparently dropped my wallet in the parking lot without immediately realizing it. About 10 to 15 minutes after leaving the Lowe's parking lot, I realized I didn't have my wallet, so I promptly returned to the store. I quickly scanned the parking lot near where I had parked but didn't see my wallet. I then went into the store to the customer service desk and asked if anyone had found and returned a wallet. And someone had. But when the low staff member gave me my wallet, I could immediately tell that several credit cards were missing. I told the low staff member and she told me that someone had brought the wallet in from outside, so she couldn't really vouch for what happened before it was brought inside. I went to my card and immediately started checking the accounts of each missing card and locking them so they couldn't be used until I was able to fully report them as lost and stolen. The first few cards I checked had no pending charges, so I thought I was in the clear. But the very last card, a Chase Inc. card, I checked had two large pending charges over $1,000 at the same lows where I dropped my wallet and over $600 at a nearby Wawa convenience store. I called Chase and reported the fraudulent charges, which were immediately removed pending their fraud investigation. While I was on the phone with Chase, I got an email notification that someone had tried to use one of my locked credit cards. In total, four credit cards were stolen, but only the one Chase Inc. card was successfully used fraudulently. After I reported all of the relevant credit cards as stolen with the credit card companies, I initially figured I was done and went home. But the next day, I thought more about all of the experiences I've read here on the PF subreddit, which if you don't know what that means, that is the personal finance subreddit. I read several threads about credit card companies denying fraud claims, even obvious fraud claims and I didn't want to be stuck in that situation. More generally, I figured I was the victim of a crime, so the police ought to know. So I reached out to the local police department in the same jurisdiction where the Lowe's is. Much to my surprise, the police were very responsive. I live in the suburbs of Philly. I gave a verbal report to the police over the phone and then followed up with an email summary so there was a written record which card was used for what amounts at what time, etc. A few days later, the police reached back out to me and told me they had identified a suspect via security camera footage and would be making an arrest in the coming days. They ended up arresting the suspect, a Lowe's employee, the day before Thanksgiving. And this person says, Karma! So the epilogue. I participated in the court proceedings virtually, which was weird, being on a Zoom call with the same person who stole my credit cards. 
The credit card thief pled guilty to the charges in exchange for entering a first-time offender diversionary program. Essentially, if she were to meet all the probation requirements and not reoffend for a certain amount of time, her criminal convictions would be expunged, which is a pretty nice thing to do. Now, this doesn't happen like in like everyone's situation, but it is something that allows people who maybe make a mistake or was just stupid for like a short amount of time to not completely wreck their future. Right? That's the way that it's meant to be. But this person says, I subsequently discovered that she was rearrested shortly after her court proceedings for additional thefts and identity theft. Feel free to become a member, support this in the description, check out 40inbox.com to master your money, personal finance lessons, personal finance courses, contact us with your personal finance question or story. If you want to learn how to make money online, go down below in the description of this episode. There's free money tools and all that kind of stuff. You could get a free stock by joining Robinhood down below. You could get a small amount of free, I believe, Bitcoin by joining Coinbase and investing $100 into cryptocurrency. You can automate your investing by using Acorns, which is a very handy app in the sense that you can do like roundups and like literally every time you spend money, you technically invest money. So a good way to think about it is like, let's say that you use like a debit card or a credit card, which you shouldn't be using a, debit, uh, a credit card for this, but... Let's say that you use like a debit card and you, you know, use the exact same debit card for your groceries, your gas, basically your daily expenses, right? If you link that up using Acorns, right, you could round up everyday purchases and it basically be like every $5 that it rounds up. Because basically, let's say that you like spend like $5 and one penny, Right. It rounds that up to the next dollar amount, which is $6. So it puts like 98 cents towards investing, right? And it does that till it reaches like $5 in total. And then automatically invest that money into like index funds, into stocks, into bonds, depending on your risk tolerance. And it does this all automatically, right? Depending on your risk tolerance, which is pretty nice. And it's a great way to dip your toe into investing or to continuously invest even while you spend money. So if you're someone who, let's just say, doesn't like to spend money, this will actually end up motivating you to have more of a life, right? Because at the same time that you're spending money, you're investing. But this can also help people who are kind of like free spirits and like like to basically spend their money on a whole bunch of different things, this would still allow you to invest money into your future, right? Now, obviously, this isn't to motivate you to spend more money, but it will help you feeling less bad about spending money, right? Because, oh, like when you go buy like a drink or like a lunch, right, during your, like your work day, well, guess what? You're also investing at the exact same time. So it's just a nice feeling to always know that you're always putting some sort of money into investing, right? Because any amount towards investing is far better than literally nothing going towards investing, right? You should always be going to invest, especially if you have no debt. If you have no debt, try to invest as much as you possibly can, 
And if you do have a debt, make sure to pay off your debt so that you can invest as much as you can. But the whole point is invest automatically so you don't have to necessarily worry about it. And that's pretty much it. Make sure to check out more stuff. We'll try to do more episodes like this that are personal finance stories and related.